Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, as yours, This man, Prince of Darkness, and we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by the Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal. Over the past four years, I have had the opportunity to help over 30 women identify, accept, and take action in the parts of their lives where they feel stuck. My heart's desire is to do that with every woman I come in contact with, but the truth is that's not realistic. So instead, I created a prayer journal that goes through that same journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal is designed for you to dig deep and answer questions that will pull out where you are stuck on your journey. The Slang Self-Doubt Prayer Journal consists of six sections of journal prompts and areas for reflections for when you want to dig a little deeper and um, just take your thoughts to another level. Whether it takes you six weeks or six months to complete, I promise you will not regret it. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and select the books tab to make your purchase. If you are ready to find your fears and slay them, go to www.feliciawallace.com, select books and get your copy today. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. It's your girl, Coach Felicia. Welcome to all the new and continued listeners. No matter how you found me, whether it was by way of guest episode, solo episode, you found me on Google or Instagram, I'm grateful that you are here. Lately, I have been getting a lot of people who um, have been seeing me on Instagram, really, and started just listening to the podcast. And so I am grateful for that. I, you know, the power of social media, I always say it's a, it's a catch 22, it's a necessary evil. Um, but, you know, people like, getting on this self-doubt, slang self-doubt journey because of it. So I am grateful that you were here, that you continue to show up. And remember, y'all, we trying to hit 50,000 downloads. So go ahead and share this with about 10 people. Share last week's episode and week before that and the week before that. Just keep on sharing it. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, please make sure that you go to the website and you do that now. Um, in the newsletter, you get first dibs on anything that's happening. That's one. And two, also, I give you three ways to slay your week with a scripture, a song, and a sermon and last week's sermon was like that um so if you missed it you better get on so you don't miss no more okay um no major announcements this week except for the same ones of that you know the journals on sale through amazon the link is in the show notes the we are out here trusting god t-shirts and hoodies are on sale at um are on sale and on the website and link is in the show notes it is still hoodie season out here in the dmv y'all so i mean go ahead i was about to tell y'all go ahead and buy for mother's day but that's like next week so um what y'all doing for mother's day what y'all want somebody go ahead and dm me let me know what you want i need some ideas of what it is that i want you know i don't sometimes i just think of you know like really my perfect mother's day is nobody asking me to do anything <laughs> when i say nothing like 
don't ask me. I don't know what nothing is. Okay. I don't know what nothing is. I have not seen it. I'm not sure what time anything starts. Like, I don't know, not a Nathan, nothing. Right. Um, and then I want some crabs and I'm a little bit blown right now because it's been so chilly in this area. Like, I don't like no baby crabs. Like I want some real crabs. Like that is my thing. Crabs, watch some Lifetime or some movie or some catch up on something. Like that's what I want to do. I just want to binge watch TV, stay in the bed, um, eat <laughs> crabs and Pepsi. And uh, yeah, like that, that, that is my perfect day. But, you know, think, give me some ideas, y'all. Come on, tell me what, what is your perfect Mother's Day? Okay, I might have to do something a different year. But y'all let me know. Um, either in the, uh, go ahead, DM me, put it in the comments, email me, all of that. Um, so I'm sure you're looking at the title and you like, what are we talking about today, girl? Um, so this week or this month, right, the, the series that we're talking about is how self-doubt shows up in our relationships. And I wanted to break it down because we have different types of relationships. We have friendships, we have work relationships, we have dating relationships, we have marriage, we have um, family relationships, you know, so it is all intertwined, right? Um, and so I really wanted to spend this month or the next couple of weeks talking about um, each one, right? And so just really breaking down how we show up, right? There's lots of times where we have these conversations um, and the point of view is always from, to me anyway, sometimes is always from the other person's point of view, like how somebody is treating you and whether or not you, you would ever have you, like your opinion or your thought process behind that. But in this time that we are going to be talking about these conversations is how you are showing up right and so the first thing I want to talk about um, in regards to friendships and self-doubt is how is your self-doubt showing up in your relationships and when I in your friendships specifically um, and when I say that it is you know coming from a place of the fact that sometimes we don't even know that it's affecting our our friendships. I have shared before, y'all know my journey that I had, you know, several uh, episodes of Bell's palsy. Um, and during the time of me having a Bell's palsy, I was in my prime, y'all. Like I was twenty two. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when it first happened. I don't even think I was 22 yet. I think it was 21. It happened in 2002. So I think I was about to be 22. But that's when I was, I mean, you we was club hopping. We was going to shows. We was out here, okay? You talk about being, in, being for the streets now, like, listen okay <laughs> sis was she was she was busy um and so when my bells palsy um happened like oh my gosh my self-doubt was so like it was it was bad it was really really bad because what happens is is that it changed how I sh- showed up in my relationships it changed how I showed up in my friendships I felt like the ugly duckling I felt like the one who um, everybody had to like be gentle around because I was going through this thing. Right. And even though my friends never treated me differently, they never, you know, like girl, your eye, <laughs> you know, or like, um, anything like that, like to bring attention to it. It was always me. It was always me. Mm, 
bringing my stuff into it and so if we did certain things or you know we're talking about going out somewhere going to like I would always be like nah I, I didn't feel like it right and I remember um, one time that um, me and um, my friend went out and I was so self-conscious the entire night being out with her like I felt like the entire time I was hiding my face I felt like the entire time I kind of you know wasn't as um I didn't I didn't have any fun like I literally as I think about it I did not have any fun that night because I was so concerned about how I was how I looked I was so concerned about oh is that person looking at me is she talking about me is she you know and so it really put a damper on some of my relationships because I stopped showing up and when I say I stopped showing up I mean like literally like I just stopped going out I stopped going places I stayed in places where I felt safe right and so when you talk about friendships right and you talk about how you show up the the biggest thing is like what are you bringing into that and if you have self-doubt you have insecurities and you have your own things like do I think that at that age that I would have been able to have a conversation with them and tell them you know hey I'm feeling real crappy about myself because of my face um I could have but I don't even know if I had the words I don't know if I knew at that time that's what I was going through I can say that now at you know 42 one excuse me 41 (laughs) um that that's what I was feeling and that it was self-doubt and I was feeling very insecure but in the moment I don't know if I don't know that I had those words I don't know that I felt safe enough to have that conversation because I was already feeling judged and so I'm telling you from experience, I know that bringing yourself doubt into a friendship will strain a friendship. It will definitely put a burden on the relationship because that other person doesn't know what to do because it's not their burden, right? It's your burden. And then if you're not sharing it or you don't even know what to say or whatever the case may be, like it just makes everything awkward, right? And so my advice or my encouragement is that if you are in a space where you are feeling you know like the ugly duckling you're feeling less than you're going through something that's causing this self-doubt and this insecurity if your friends are really your friends and that's what you're calling them so I have this thing that I'll I'll share with y'all um throughout the week um about uh that I've shared with my clients about levels of friendships right so you have associates associates are the people when you first get on your job and they be like, you know, uh, Tanya, or you know of somebody, that's like, I know of her, right? <laughs> we know that. I know of her. She don't know me. She know of me, right? We, she's an associate, right? So you have that level. That's like the, that's, that's you got you can have a lot of associates. Like, you know, you can't see me, but my arms wide. You can have lots of associates, right? Then you have like cordial acquaintances. And those are people that you see here and there, you know, like a friend of a friend. Like, oh yeah, I know her. That's a Tasha friend. Yeah, we've been out a couple of times. She's come with her, right? And so like, y'all are cool. Y'all look acquainted. Y'all know each other. You, y'all know each other's name. If y'all see each other, you're like, hey girl, how you going? But that's, it, it, it's real surface right and then the next level is like a possible friendship so I have you know I used to subscribe to this no friend 
uh, list, no new friends thing, because I had like these pockets of friends over the course of my time. I had friends from middle school, right? My middle school and my high school was together. So it kind of like carried on. So middle school friends, college friends, you know, work friends, you know, family, like I have all these pockets. And because I do value the relationships that I have, you know, it's, it's these things of like, oh, I don't want to, I'm, I'm fine with the people that I have. But what I have learned is that as you grow, as you go into different phases of your life, you will meet new people. And when you meet new people, they may start out as associates. They may start out as, you know, they may be a cordial acquaintance, especially when you talk about like work, right? Or you're doing something with somebody over a period of time, like even now, like when I took that coaching course, right? I took that coaching course and those people were associates. I did not know them. <laughs> right. And then, you know, we got to know each other. We did work together. we did some, you know, t- had conversations off offline or whatever have you. Then they became acquaintances like, oh, OK, yeah, I had this conversation because we were kind of working together. Then it turns into like a possible friendship where it's like, I actually like you. Like, <laughs> is she like me, too? Like, we, it's a vibe. I, I see why. Mm-hmm, OK. All right. You know what you know what it is. You're like, OK, I can see us having this conversation. And then y'all text here and there like hey just thinking of you or you know you ran across my mind or hey friend just checking in to see how you doing you know stuff like that that's how you build you're building a friendship right and so then the next level is a growing friendship a growing friendship is when y'all are talking where you are like this is a friend and I, I think of her and 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 I want to see how she's doing hey you know your conversation is usually like for me, it's always like, because I'd be like, I don't know. Remember, we're talking about us, right? I don't know. You might not have my, my, my name saved in your phone. So I hit you with that. Hey, this Felicia. I was just wondering if you had a moment to talk. I wanted to catch up, whatever have you. Like, you do stuff like that or, you know, vice versa. It happens to me as well. Um, and so then there's a possibility that that growing friendship turns into a close friendship. And then that's when you start to tell people a little bit more about your story, about what's going on with you. Those are the people that... Um, you when certain exciting things happen, it's like the first people you think of, and you're like, Oh, I gotta tell her, oh, I gotta let her know. And then you have intimate friends, right? And so the way this graphic looks, it's like it goes from bigger to smaller because your intimate friends should be small. Like I have a I have a core. My core is like four people, maybe five, right? Um, and that includes my mama. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain people that and my husband that like know my like my inner darkest like secrets and and uh like the things that really that they 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 know me they know me know me right and so everybody can't be in that space and that's fine but what I'm telling you is is that if you're in this if you consider somebody a friend a close friend or growing friendship, like somewhere in that space, and you are feeling insecure about yourself and you feel like it's affecting you all's relationship. If you're in that space, you need to say something because I believe that, which is the second point, is that community, right? When you have these friendships and sisterhood and, you know, all of that, like you want these people to be able to surround you and pour into you and love on you and encourage you and empower you. Like you want them to be able to help you in that space. And I believe that during that time, had I understood the one, the levels of friendships, because at that point they were my close friends, right? Like these are people that we, like we've grown together at, you know, by that time it had been, 
at least 10 years, right? Um, they knew what was going on with me when everything happened. Like we, you know, we've been at people, uh, baby births and weddings and all of this other stuff. So it's, it's a thing of like, we weren't just like possible friendships or even growing friendship. It was, we were friends. Like these are my these are what I would call family, right? Like your friends that turn into family, right? And so, um, you know, if you're in that space, I feel like that if, hey, had I understood how to show up in a friendship, I would have shared with them how I was feeling. And I know for a fact, because I don't have trash friends um, anymore, or at least if they are, they haven't shown themselves, well, the Lord didn't get rid of them, okay? Um, <laughs> but if I don't, you know, because I know who they are, like, I know they would have loved on me. I know they would have been like, bun, like, don't be like that. And they would have just adjusted to maybe where I needed to be in that space. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I know this, is because I can look over my life and say that there's been other times where I've struggled in certain areas and been and had the courage to open my mouth and say something. And they like, we got you. Don't worry about that. You know, let's, let's, let's do this together. Let's, let's figure this out. Where do you need me to help what do you need for me right and so what I'm saying is that how you show up in your friendships and how you show up in these bonds and these this community that you have created of women specifically of women um and specifically talking to black women that you have to be honest and and about how you show up there is this has been over the years this negative kind of stigma about black women us being in competition with each other and jealousy and all this all this other stuff let me say something that has not been my experience that has not been my story and if it had been and I didn't know thank you Jesus okay because it's not me right that's not how I show up and so you attract what you put out like, I believe that, like, I don't, that is not how, that's not my energy. That's not how I'm not envious of anybody. I'm not jealous like that. So I'm not in those circles. And if I feel something is off, let me tell you something. Boop, boop, um, this is out. Okay. Um, and so when we talk about community, I'm talking about the fact that, you know, God says we're not meant to do life alone. Right. And so if we're not meant to do life alone, you it can't just be you. And sometimes it also can't just be you and your husband. It can't be just you and your boyfriend. It can't be just you and your family because everybody doesn't have the capacity to handle every single thing. And everybody isn't meant one person isn't meant to be everything to you. And so I think it's important for you to have community and different types of communities. You need to have some possible friendships. You need to have some growing friendships. You need to have some cordial acquaintances. I think you need to have some somebody on every level of this because you're growing as an individual if you stay in one space with the same people not learning anything not learning any you know being around different people and they're able to give you their perspective and stuff like that you're not growing you're literally stagnant and if that is what's happening that's going to cause a, a completely different set of self-doubt right but when you are in when you when your the mindset is at a place of you know what, I'm trying. So like, for instance, one of the things was when I, you know, got into this, uh, this was the, got into this journey of entrepreneurship and coaching and podcasting. I didn't know nobody, not, not one person who was podcasting and not one person who was coaching the way I wanted to coach. Did I know of people? 
they weren't as associates. I knew of people like, oh, I seen them on Instagram or I seen them here, whatever have you. But I needed to get into relationships and into communities of people who were in the same journey, who was going down the same journey as I was. And so when I said, okay, I'm serious about this podcast, I joined a podcast community of other up and coming podcasters. And that allowed me to be able to build relationships, get understanding, get some education, be able to talk to somebody who's going through the same thing I'm going through when I went through um did the coaching thing I needed to be around coaches I needed to have conversation about around coaches because guess what even though my intimate group my core group they gonna support me all the way through it's times I be talking to my husband he be looking at me like what like <laughs> because he don't know it's not his thing and I understand that and so I shouldn't expect for me be able to tell him this stuff that I'm learning and like oh yeah I'm learning this about you know positive intelligence and your sabotage and of course it's interesting to him but to be able to have the conversation and the feedback that I'm I'm looking for to be able to say like how is this effect like I need to be going to having a conversation with somebody who is going through the same thing which is why I have my coaching friends and I can have like thing I had this client who was you know whatever hey this is how I was feeling how I showed up like you have to build the community of and 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 in talking about community you have to build the community that you want you have to build the community of the life you're trying to live and lead the life that you're trying to get to you need to build that community you can't just wait for the people to come to you you have to do your part even when we talked about last month about purpose and how you need to activate stuff and how you need to you know, put your your work in or whatever have you, you have to do that your own work. You can't just sit by and just assume that oh, people are going to network with you. People no, you have to put yourself out there. And 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 let me just say this as somebody who definitely can you know, have both an extrovert and an introvert energy. Um I can be in a in a um in an environment, a conference, whatever, and not talk to one person. I can't and I can say I enjoy myself that's the that's the introvert in me and it's fine that is also fine but there's times where I walk away and I say dang I didn't I didn't didn't even share anything about my business I didn't share anything about what I'm doing I didn't network with anybody and so what I started doing was saying okay you need to spark up at least one conversation I, I give myself a minimum right spark up at least one conversation introduce yourself to somebody and when the prompting comes and when the prompting comes and I say something, I say my name, you know, whatever the case may be, even online, like you may just like you see people, uh, what they call it, like, um, you know, they're just like cold DMing you just like, oh, thanks for the follow, blah, 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 blah. They're not doing that. That is an auto reply. Right. And I could have done that. Absolutely could have done that. But I was just like, that's not me. And it's dry. And there's it, an easier way to do it. But I, then I'm like, and then if a whole bunch of people reach back out to me, like, then I'm overwhelmed with that. And so I have to be uh, strategic about <laughs> how I do my networking because I can't just, it'd it be too much for me. But I do have to push myself out that comfort zone and saying that if I want this type of lifestyle and I want to be able to grow in this area and I'm trying to build an empire with self-doubt, you know, you need to be having conversations with other people who are building empires, period. Like, that's it. Like you need to be talking to other entrepreneurs who are trying to build a legacy for their family. You need to be in the rooms where these conversations are happening. And 
that's that's on you that's not on nobody else so again that you know and 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 then you can't also be adapting to this no new friends thing because if you're trying to do stuff especially when we're talking about building business entrepreneurship or even if you're talking about getting a promotion at your job you need to be having conversations with people about what it is they do how do i go down this avenue you want to venture into a new career like you need to be having conversations you can't just be you can't be in isolation i it just does not happen so um you know friends okay it's okay to have them all right um so there's a proverb uh proverb 1824 that says friends come and go but a true friend sticks to you like family and so the third thing i want to talk about friends that become family and that is a family i say i heard I, I think I've been using it for a while. People have been using it for a while, but family. And those are people who, you know, they they become family because you can depend on them and they can depend on you. And you treat them a different type of way. You treat them like sisters, right? And they and it's the same thing. The love is mutual. You're going to go through some things, but y'all can, you know, figure those, figure that thing out. You're looking out for each other. You have each other's best interests at heart. And I think it's important for us to understand that th- this this proverb, the the saying of, you know, of uh, you know, people are in your life for a season, reason, and lifetime, it applies to you too. And so the question is, how are you showing up in these relationships? And how are you um how are you showing up in these relationships? And what do you need, what do you need to change about yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like you need to be asking, I know that one of the things I do is in, in any time I'm meeting anybody new or even now, um, I am very clear to um, when in my prayers that I ask God, like, remove anybody and anything from me that is not of you. Like, I don't care what you need to do, take it away. Because sometimes when you get into this family situation and um, you've gone through all the steps and you get to a certain place, as you start to grow, everybody can't go with you. Everybody can't go with you on your journey. Um, and maybe that's part three, really. Okay, Holy Spirit, we're going, that's, that's part three. The third part is um, everybody can't go with you. And so because everybody can't go with you, you have to be able to, you know, have the discernment of who 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 stays and who goes who is a season who is a reason and who is a lifetime and the best way to do that is to ask God I literally like I said I ask God to remove the people from around me who do not serve me take them away one because if you take them away Lord I know it's you and I know it came from you and then I'm not going to argue with you about it because what he will do is he will remove them and or he will remove you and when I say remove you, meaning that relationship that you are in or that friendship that you are connected to, that you like being around that person because of what they can do for you. You like being around that person because of how she makes you feel in in either whether she makes you feel important or she makes you feel like you know you're in a better place than her like there's some people who thrive off of 
and it's unfortunate, but thrive off of other people's misfortunes, right? I have seen situations where people will be in friendships with women because they're doing worse than they are, right? And so that's some type of mind, Jedi mind trick or something that you're telling yourself, like, I feel better being around other people who are doing worse than I am because then it makes them feel better about their situation. And so what I'm saying to you is, is that if if you are going on this journey of whatever God is taking you, that's a, that's a, that's a check you have to do with yourself. Like, how are you showing up in this, in this friendship? How are you showing up? Are you, are you trying to help her to be better or you want her to stay where she is? Remember a couple of weeks ago or something, I said that some people want you to stay exactly where they, where you are, because you don't have to change. They don't have to change. Are you that person? Are you that person that doesn't want your friend to go nowhere? Because then that means you have to change. Is that you? And you have to ask yourself that. You have to be honest with yourself and be able to say, like, am I limiting her potential because her growth makes me uncomfortable? That is a hard question to have to ask yourself. But it's a real question to have to ask, because if you were hindering somebody else's progress to try to keep them closer to where you are, you're selfish, period, period, which is the reason why sometimes you can't necessarily trust your own motives. So that's what I'm saying. It's the reason why I tell God you remove them or remove me, whatever the situation is. And thankfully up until this point, <laughs> which I think it'll continue the same, but uh, he's never had to remove me. Right. Because I don't operate like that. That's just not, that's not, it's not me at all, period. But he has removed people from my life and I have questioned it. Why? I don't understand what happened or, you know, oh, Lord, I was just going to give her one more chance. Like me, me and her wasn't seeing eye to eye for real, for real, but I was going to try to, well, you know, we've been friends for, or I want to help her or whatever the case, like all of those different things. And he was like, I, 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 no, this is your prayer. This is what you ask. This is what you about to get. Right. And so I think that it's a hard thing to have to let people go. And the reality is, is that, I mean, the Bible says that friends come and go, but a true friend sticks to you by like family. You are not going to have a lot of people that's like that. I'm just going to be honest with you. You may have one. That's what, that's what I'm like. It, it is rare for that to be the, the case. There's lots of people. You see people um, who had friends since they were, for instance, my husband has had a lot of his guy friends have been friends. They've been friends since they were in elementary school. Right. And I always just kind of be like, that's so weird. Not, not weird, like in a weird way, not nice way or whatever have you, but I'm always just kind of like, dang, I don't even know what the people <laughs> people are in elementary school and that's for you know various reasons or whatever but I always am kind of like that's so cool that y'all are still really close and that y'all are still like real friends now has is everybody still on the same page because again like I said as you grow 
people will fall off on their own. You may not understand it. You may not see it coming, but they will fall off as they start to grow. And as you start to grow, it's just like the branches of a tree when you like they y'all may separate and that has to be okay. And you have to be okay with knowing that everybody can't go with you because at the end of the day, if you know that you are purpose for more and you know that God has a calling on your life and God has purpose for your life. If you try to hold on to those people that he is trying to let go, you are also staying still. You are also being stagnant. You will not move. He is not going to give you what it is that you are praying for and asking for and desiring if you're holding on to something he's trying to get you to let go of. And so that is the reason why because I know myself and I know that I will try to hold on to things. And I've done it in the past, held on to relationships um, longer than they should have been and held on to friendships longer than they should have been when God was giving me the glaring signs of parent, 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 girl, get, Molly, you in danger, girl, right? Like stuff like that. And, and then my, my, my purpose and my stuff got delayed. But the minute I was like, all right, Jesus, whatever it is you need to do, whatever God you need to do, like it's on you. I, I just put my hands up and I just be like, all right, well, this is what I pray for. And this is the result of it. I may not be happy with it, but I know that in the end, God meant it for my good. We we talked about this last year, last last month. Everything that we go through is always going to be for our good. So, you know, just really quick as a quick recap, remembering, you know, the first thing is like, how are you showing up in these relationships in regards to giving and taking? Like, what are you putting into these relationships? What are you, how are you showing up? Community is the same thing. We are not meant to do life by ourselves. So you have to have community. You you need to have friends. It is okay. Like, stop subscribing to the no new friends. You can't go nowhere if you're in the same place. But baby girl, if you okay with being where you are, that's your business. Just admit to it and be okay with that. Okay. And the last thing is that everybody can't go with you. If you do not know how to walk away from situations, I'm telling you, it works like a charm, at least for me. Pray and ask God to remove the, the people that did no longer serve you and remove the people that don't need to be on this journey with you. And he will, he will, and, and then obey. Okay. And remember that the speed, the, the key to obedience is speed. Okay. So obey. If they gone, let them be out. Peace out, whatever have you. And and move on. Is it okay for you to, you know, if you feel like you need to, now let me let me just put this asterisk here. If you feel like in that situation you need to hold space for somebody for a period of time, go right ahead. But you got to give yourself an end. You have to give yourself an end to say, and this is in we, you know, next week we'll talk about um like uh relationships, so like intimate relationships, even in those situations. So I'm gonna repeat this again. You can give yourself an end to be able to say, like, if this situation does not correct itself by this date, I'm, it's done, right? You have to be able to, um, you got to be able to cut it up because that's the obedience part. If you pray for it and you ask God to show you and he do, you got to believe him and you got to be able to walk away. Um, so that's all I have for this week. As always, thank y'all for rocking it with me. Make sure you grab a We Just Out Here Trusting hoodie or t-shirt. Get a journal for you or a friend. If you're interested in working with me directly and um, slaying yourself doubts, go ahead and book a connection call with me today. Make sure you subscribe to the newsletter. Make sure that you share this with at least 10 
people. We are trying to hit 50,000 downloads this year. If you ain't already following me, follow me on Instagram. It's Land Self Doubt. Until next week, see ya. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self-Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.